0: WMNF Tampa. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of The Sunday Forum right here on WMNF at 8.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. This is your host, Walter L. Smith II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with our member of the 4th Estate Crew. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man?
1: Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. And there's going to be a little bit of history made today. Two yes. black quarterbacks on either team for the first yes. time in history. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Especially given the years that the racists have said that black men were not qualified, or didn't Me have the leadership abilities. That is
2: so true.
1: So, or or the,
0: what they said, the cerebral...
2: <laughs> they
0: weren't smart enough Yeah they weren't right. smart enough Cerebral summer <laughs> yeah. All that Yeah Yeah How many supposed Bowls have we won How many supposed to have we played in And right. dominated I mean mm-hmm. come on man
1: and that's what probably was behind why Colin Kaepernick got blacklisted, because in 2015, oh, they knew. They knew. I think he played in the Super Bowl. And then in 2016, he took a knee and put his fist in the air. And they say, oh, you didn't win. You can't. You don't have the power to protest. Right. So right. we're going to blacklist you. But if he had won the Super Bowl in 2015, he probably would have been able to do all of that.
0: Cal, let me just say <laughs> this, man we behind you, brother. We, we're still behind you. We're still with you, side by side with you. <laughs> all day,
2: every day. All day, every That's day. Right.
0: That's right. We should have won that Super Bowl probably first <laughs> and then done it. And then they, say, they can't say anything at all. Right. Kind of that, that Michael Jordan moment. Type right. Of thing, you know what I mean? But I think that uh, I think you're right. Uh, no question about it. But, uh, hey, man. Yeah. Listen, we are where we are because he was brave enough to do That's what he right. did. That's right. And we our are, we are, consciousness was raised. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And now we just
1: have to get the front office. <laughs> <There we laughs> go ahead, head coaches. There we go. And we'll be somewhere. We and,
2: go. Go. and owners.
0: It is, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I want to say good morning to everybody who's watching us on Facebook land. Hey, everybody. All right, all right, all right. Uh, in studio with us this morning is none other than the great... Kimberly Jackson, what's going on?
2: What's going on? You all right? Yes, I am. All right, all
0: right, all right. Miss DST herself?
2: All day, every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, hey, listen, uh, glad to have you here with us, Kim. I'm glad to be well.
2: here.
0: You going to hang out with us? This yes, thing?
2: you told me to be here at 8 o'clock.
0: I mean, you going to be here with us?
2: You told me to be here for the show. Oh. I'm here.
0: Oh, well, that's how I like to hear. That's how I like to hear. All right, all right. So, Yes. Yeah. here we go. Here we go. Um, we had a lot of crazy stuff happen in the past uh, year, truthfully. But in the past couple of months, we've had some really wild things happen and within the state of Florida. Just within the state of Florida alone. And they have led, led me to question, how close are we? To a dictatorship. Hmm. How close are we to a dictatorship?
2: We're already there. (laughs)
0: There.
2: Governor DeSatan has just taken over. And he is just, his party is in power.
3: Yes.
2: And they're just going to do what they feel like doing. Right. And they don't care. Which I don't understand how they could just dictate what can be said and what can be taught. (laughs) Exactly. Without any kind of repercussion.
4: Because federally...
2: Now, when Joe Biden said not voting for him was like voting for slavery. Okay, mm. what? why haven't you done anything federally to check these departments of education?
0: Yeah, that's got to happen. Yeah, it's because still working on that. Because the majority
2: of the funding comes from the, on the federal level. Right. As right. soon as they said we were not going to exclude, include black history, even on the AP level, but what they're doing to pair it and take it out of the schools right now, the federal government should have stepped in Somewhere, and because I don't see how they don't see like this is a civil rights violation.
0: They don't. They, they, well, well let, me, let me let me say this. I think they do. The, I, one of the things that I know for certain is that there is the watch in, in terms of violence, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of violence and terrorism, there is the watch that's been basically reinstated regarding uh, domestic terrorism and the, the mm-hmm. greatest threat to domestic terrorism. They say is white nationalism, mm-hmm. uh, and this is, and, and it is always has been, mm-hmm. always has always been.
4: has
0: been always been the greatest threat to domestic uh, uh, safety. Strangest thing is they they tried to make it over the years. They tried to make it. They tried to push that envelope a little bit to the to the other side and say somehow that that uh, you know our nation of Islam or. Our uh, Black Panthers, Black Lives Black, Matter. Black Lives Matter <laughs> was you know, I'm trying to go back now. I'm trying to go back. It come, said, come it's full all you, part of the same, same momentum. Same momentum. Same type of thing. There's precedence. Yeah, it was a threat. Uh, Marcus talking, Garvey was a threat.
2: But I'm talking about as know? far as education. Now Governor DeSatan has decided that he is gonna take away funding from schools and colleges who um say make other people uncomfortable when you right. speak about African American history which really is American history then why hasn't the federal government said hey we're going to take your federal funding if you use your laws to discriminate against black people black and indigenous people of color right right.
0: now, it, it, now mind you mind you keep keep in mind my whole purpose of saying what I said mm-hmm. was to point out that we have a there's a pattern mm-hmm. right and when we start looking at terrorism then we have to now take a look at the federal level, well, at every level. But the federal level, as we start looking at terrorism and how we deal with that, then we start to look at education and how that's how that's viewed, right? And we look at everything else and how it's viewed and how the, how the federal government has not done what it's supposed to do in a timely fashion. Now, okay. I'm giving them a chance. I'm giving them an opportunity to say whatever they're going to say and do whatever they're going to do. But now
2: they need to kind of do something. I don't think he
1: wants
0: to make Ron DeSantis a martyr.
1: I don't think he wants to put Ron DeSantis' name in his mouth, just like he didn't say anything at the State of the Union address. He didn't specifically point out anything about Ron DeSantis, but I do believe he knows Ron DeSantis is trying to uh, politicize race. And he's trying to, uh, I think he's implementing martial law. In Florida, that's where we are. Yeah, Be, and he's moving fast and furiously. So there's so many issues that the federal government needs to respond to in, in, when it comes to Florida. And Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. Ronda Santos is moving mm-hmm. fast and furiously on so many fronts that you don't know what. I think the feds are, are staying, are keeping close to the chest about what they're doing to respond to this politician who's just exploiting race. I don't
2: think he has to call Ron the Satan by his name. But he cuz it's not just Florida. It's Florida, it's Texas cuz Texas most people don't realize Texas controls what goes in our history book because they are the largest number of school districts in the in the in the United States. So it's not just Florida, it's Texas, it's Georgia, it's Alabama, it's Louisiana, it's North Carolina, it's South Carolina and any other southern state. That is challenging these things right now. So, all the slave
1: states. All the slave yeah. states. And the Republicans know that they are, and they, know,
2: and they are banding together. And they have yet to lock up. He them. don't have to say nothing. His actions need to speak louder than words. That's he right. don't have to call any one of them by name because he knows what they're all doing. They need to now start moving on them. Yeah. You don't need to announce what you do. Do it.
1: Yeah, right. But I, and it's clear that uh Rhonda, Santos <laughs> looked at, in terms of the migrant flights, looked at what new, uh, Abbott was doing in, in Texas and figured Abbott is going to run for president, so let me do a couple of those things too. You know, let's just play politics with people's lives and throw people in these sanctuary cities. And uh, it's, it's clear these people are just exploiting the problems of this country. The Republicans have long done that, and
0: they don't care that people are upset. No, they don't. They really don't. And uh, and, and that that is that's a, that's very apparent. Another thing, and and it is dangerous, as as we all recognize, it's very dangerous what's happening. Um, but I don't think that for some reason. I, 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 for some reason, I'm not getting the sense that we, black folks, um, are acting.
2: The urgency is gone. The sense gone.
0: of urgency on this thing
1: seems we become
2: one. too complacent.
0: Well, it's
1: sort of... I think they're exploiting that, too. They know that certain hot-button issues that... we. Uh, results in a sort of American nationalism and black people have fallen for it and Latino people have fallen for it in terms of their, the way they voted
2: well, in Florida. Well, you have, to, you have mm-hmm. to break up Latino and Hispanics because mm-hmm. some of them are not white. They're
0: white.
2: They believe their white skin makes them equal, equal to white mm-hmm. people. Then you have the ones that are brown skinned and some of them, you still have to be you know like we do amongst ourselves. Right. But the thing is though, black people have become complacent They got nice houses, good jobs, and they've been complacent. They don't realize what it took for you to get to live this life. And every generation is going to have to sacrifice something for the next generation to live. But somehow people's like, well, I'll push it on to the few people that are out there in the streets protesting. Or the few activists who are out there fighting, trying to do something. And Everybody is just pushing the buck until, and I hate to say it, all these black people who were shot and killed by cops. And it was sad that it took George Floyd, it took you to sit there and watch a man die in nine minutes. I refuse to watch it because I'm just not going to watch any more black men, women, and children get shot. I stopped that long time ago after Michael Brown. I just refuse to watch anymore because you become desensitized to it. That's true. And then it took all of these people to die this one nine minute moment. And even after that, they have now reverted back to even though it was black people, then it became an inclusive of everybody of color. And it seems like it's only black people fighting. And until it's something so traumatic, then everybody jumps in. And then even though the issue is mainly with us, the other non-fighting people get brought into it. Because when I start looking at these grants and all these proposals, it was black and Latinos and indigenous and Hispanics and um, Asian folks. Soon as like Asian people have an Asian hate law right now, we don't even have that. Mm. We just get grouped in with everybody. Mm -hmm. And then when other people issues LGBTQ, they shut down states and Super Bowls. But when it comes to us, they are not fighting for us, but... I'm just to the point. I'm not fighting for nobody else that's not fighting for us.
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) That is. We are (laughs) the
2: reason that people have these civil rights to fight and stand on.
0: Right.
1: You want me
2: to get up and fight for you? What'd you do? Why are we still just having Black History Month? Why haven't you sat up there and told those representatives that black people are a part of America? Our history is the reason why we are here. So this is all American history. Why aren't you claiming it?
0: Use some of that that privilege.
2: Use all your privilege. All that
0: privilege.
2: All that privilege needs to be used. We need to stop just depending on the few people out there taking these hits For other folks, because I remember I did a um, I led a protest back in oh six oh seven against Tampa General Hospital. We had a black man sitting in there supposed to be helping minority businesses. Les Miller supposed to be helping um, minority businesses. And he just turned a blind eye to it. And we came out. I had to call and email people for weeks. 300 businesses showed up. Yeah, we got the policy change. But then after that, everybody just faded off.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, we need and to talk because about they that. fade off, people get tends to slide. So now if you're a black owned business, yeah, you're doing pretty well. But what about those who want sponsorship for events? Are these corporations actually doing what they said they were going to do after George Floyd?
1: No, no they're no they, they falling off. They're falling off. Definitely. Well, There's no have some calls. calls. Definitely. Uh-huh. We have John Streeter waiting on the phone in the air, the calls have lit up. Yeah, let's,
0: this is Sunday Forum. Let's get to Dr. Streeter first. Yeah, let's, let's do have. that. So we can do that announcement because that's very, that's very, very important. So let's, let's talk to Dr. Streeter. Dr. Streeter. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing
5: fine, sir.
0: Thanks, All right. Sir. Welcome to the Sunday Forum. Again.
5: Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, we have a, uh, we have a film showing that sort of addresses uh, the breadth of people that are connected. Uh, it's called The Killing Floor. It's a film made back in the 80s uh, on some events during the First World War. And it's being sponsored uh, by Association of Afro American Life and History of Tampa Bay, plus Hillsborough Classroom Teachers, plus West Central Florida Labor Council. We'll do it on February 28th. Uh, at the CTA building uh, on North Abboton, at, but I, let me say just a minute about the film. It is—it's uh, a drama. It's not a documentary, but it is based on uh, historical events. Uh, two young black guys go north. You know, we talk about the Great Migration. Well, World War One. There's a lot more jobs because the people have gone off to the military, and they're. Also, manufacturing a whole lot more. Two young black guys grab a freight train from Mississippi headed to Chicago. And uh, in the freight car, they're, you know, with other guys and they're passing around copies of the Chicago Defender, talking about the jobs in Chicago and so on. And uh, what you get in the story is they go uh, to the stockyards for jobs. One of them stays. You end up with a union struggle building. It's black, white, immigrant workers. Uh, Some of the racist history of uh, some of the unions, uh, you know, slows some of the organizing down. Uh, But this union is really consciously trying to bring everybody together. Uh, Then you have uh, stuff about the war, bringing family up to Chicago to join and so on. But then, you know, in Chicago, after the end of the war, people coming back and and they're tight for jobs. Uh, You have, like, in a lot of cities, but the biggest flare-up is the uh, Chicago race riot of 1919. And in this film, you see the impact on the whole labor movement. You know, it's, it's it's a terror in the black community, but you also have resistance from the black community like you hadn't been able to have in a lot of places before that. These guys are returning uh, that have fought in Europe. Uh, But you see the breakup of union organizing because uh, the tensions are so great people can't get to work to be in solidarity with each other. So it's an interconnection black struggle and and labor struggle uh, in real time. Uh, and we'll have a good panel discussion afterwards. Uh, and, you know, we're we're hoping we got about a hundred people, have some really good discussion of this film. And you know, it's happening in uh, this year, and so I'm sure a lot of the discussion you guys were just having with, may float into the into the discussion with the panel, because we'll be involving everybody in the audience that wants to participate.
0: Listen, I, I think that's going to be a, tr- a tremendous uh, opportunity for people to get together and see that film, uh, The Killing Floor, The Killing Floor. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think of The Killing Floor, I think of my my grandfather who uh, fought in World War II, not in World War I, but in World War II. Um, he was uh, one of those guys that, that took the razor, walked around with, with a razor in his pocket.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I remember him telling me about the stories about going to Chicago and and, uh, and, and traveling around in the northern areas and the types of things he'd have to do in order to protect himself. He, he and his, his comrades against against white folks mm-hmm. and sometimes just amongst themselves. just That's fighting. True. And what, call, what they call, where they would fight is called the killing floor. Mm-hmm. They call it the killing floor. So this is going to be very interesting to to see. Uh, I look forward to it. You should, too. Uh, Give us that information again, Doc.
5: Okay. It's Tuesday, February 28th. That's two weeks from this coming Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It'll be, uh, the doors will open at 5. The program will start at 5.30. Uh, It's at the CTA building, which is thirty-one hundred two North Havana, just a block up from Columbus, uh, north of Columbus Drive. Okay. uh, Plenty of plenty of meeting space. There'll be snacks and so on for you know some people may come right from work and uh, we don't want them to be hungry. There'll be snacks. Be uh, good meeting hall. Everybody have uh, be able to see the the film because there's screens in the front, but also on the sides. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we did this about four years ago with a documentary on the Memphis, uh, strike where, where, uh, Dr. King was killed We really had a, had a good discussion, had, uh, uh, you know, some professors and, and rank and file people and people from the community, uh, in terms of leading the discussion, but uh, but people from the audience, too, got a good discussion. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Very good. And what's the name of the organization that's, that's putting this on?
5: Okay. Uh, three different organizations are putting it together. ASALA, that's Af- uh, African American, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Association for a Study of African American Life and History. mm mm-hmm. uh, PA, Hillsborough Classroom Teacher Association, and uh, West Central Florida Labor Council, which covers uh, labor movement from all of this West Central Florida 12-county area.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I think that's, you know, uh, Doc, thank you for, for doing this announcement, and thank you for, for being on with us this, this morning. I think this is a tremendous statement, if you will. It, it's, this is a statement, this event. I think that when we talk about uh, this BS coming down from the state about the elimination of black history from our classrooms, and, uh, you know, they, they forget we have a community. They forget about the fact that we have a community. Well, I'm wondering what Dr. Shreda thinks
1: about that and why so much reticence on the part of the citizenry of Florida and of the United States that claims there are polls that white people are reticent about black history. Is this why white governors can, like this governor, can uh, do what they're doing, feel comfortable doing what they're doing? What do you think?
5: Well, uh, his whole agenda, you know, I mean, when he was running for office the first time, Andrew Gillum said in the debate. Well, I don't know if he's racist, but his people think he's racist. The racists think you're racist, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, you know, it's it's a divisive thing. Uh, he's also anti-labor, uh, and, and he's he's putting the teachers union very much in the target uh, this year, uh, making it harder for people to pay dues, making it's already teachers wondering what they can say in the classroom, uh, whether it's uh, on LGBT, but especially in terms of race and history of the country. Uh, you know, I've, I, uh, I, I posted something the other day on Facebook about teaching black history, but I introduced it by saying, you know, I've been studying it since the 60s. Uh, and I didn't. I didn't take the time to add all the stuff. Uh, you know, I, I have a few friend, friends that are once all might call me black, but you know, both my parents, all uh, grandparents of both sides of the families, uh, all uh, been considered white, but I've studied this and it's been a very liberating thing for me, enlightening, liberating. And uh, yeah. seeing the connections in the connections to how it deals with us because uh, it like was said a few minutes ago it is American history there, there's uh, you know I I've, people kind of step back from wanting to uh, accept 1619 project but the beginning when she's writing I can't remember if it's the first chapter or her introduction talking about Waking up as a student, and I think it was when she was in middle school. Uh, talk about uh, Nicole Hannah Jones. Mm-hmm. When she was in middle school, a uh, uh, teacher giving her a copy of Before the Mayflower to read. Uh, the late Ron, Ro- I shouldn't say the late, I'm not sure he's died, but I think he has. Uh, Ron Bennett? Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. That, uh, before the Mayflower, how she was so excited about it. and She just read it and read it and read it and just felt empowered. Uh, my wife and I, I can, uh, I guess maybe in the early 70s gave a young woman in Florida. We were, I was at Cincinnati working on a history PhD. Uh, but, uh, we were visiting Florida and, and we gave uh, a young black woman a copy of, uh, uh, John Hope Franklin's From Slavery to Freedom. And, you know, she talked later about just taking it to school and reverencing and reverencing. You know, you can't say it. Look here, right here. It's an empowering thing. And the thing is, there's such a connection, uh, Unfortunately, it's not there all the time, but it's not just, you know, by that I mean, uh, there are times when there's been solidarity, uh, and then that's fallen away. Yeah,
1: and that's the most Uh, important word, solidarity.
5: Right, right. And And that's true in black community, but it's true in other allies, uh, and it's true within other groups. I mean, the labor movement has been more together sometimes than others on their mm-hmm. own stuff. But the important. connection between the movements, uh, you know, I, I, I sometimes reference uh, Harold Washington, the mayor of, of Chicago, Chicago. Uh, beautiful man, died in office, but uh, before he went there, to be mayor, he was the congressman from Chicago in the U.S. Congress. And that man had a 100% labor voting record. You know, the, the strongest, uh, if you look at the Congressional Black Caucus, I haven't looked at the votes in the last few years, but over the decades. That's been the strongest labor vote of, of groups in the, in the Congress. Um, uh, you know, there's, uh, but uh, and uh, some people don't want to hear this. I so, said, well, you know, some people say, well, you want to talk about class, or you want to talk about race. I said, no, no, no. What do? I asked, Okay, what about racism? And people said, well, it starts with slavery. <laughs> I said, well, what was slavery? Well, it was the labor system. Oh. oh. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, how, how are people going to get their wealth? And, uh, well, if people are c- cooperating, then you got to find a way to divide them up. And that dividing up is going harshest on, right. uh, on black, and, uh, and the indigenous people have a different kind of genocide. So it's, uh, you know, but it's connected. And if you follow through... Just on the topics uh, that we deal with in Florida, uh, you kind of see what Dr. King used to talk about: uh, the the uh, lay, the race hater, and the labor baiter are just two heads of the same monster. Hmm. You know, we we had that come up in the discussion. Uh, four years ago when we did this film showing the year before the pandemic Uh, and and you you see it uh, using using our complacency about realizing you know just because somebody personally isn't vehemently racist doesn't mean they're not playing a racist role in
0: society (laughs) That you know what? No. Say it again, Doc.
5: Say it again. Well, just yeah, just 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 because people aren't personally, viscerally racist, just because somebody walks in the room or something like that, doesn't mean they're not playing some kind of racist role in in the society.
0: If the shoe fits,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. Basically, if the shoe yeah.
0: fits, Doc. Listen, I want to thank you for your words. I want to thank you uh, for being with us again. Here on the Sunday Forum, you know you're always welcome here. Uh, you are a friend to this show, and uh, you are a, a true friend. We truly appreciate you, folks. For those of you who don't know who Dr. John Streeter is, uh, I'm from you know I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. So uh, I can tell you that uh, I knew Dr. C.K. Steele personally, Reverend C.K. Steele. I was actually at his home um, the day of the. I was I was a very small boy, but I was actually at his home the day of his funeral. Um, but uh, Dr. Streeter worked with Dr. Steele during the uh, civil rights movements, uh, movement and the different uh, demonstrations that took place there in Tallahassee and uh, he, he's done several scholarly works and has uh, been a university professor and really really appreciate the, the work that you continue to do uh, through Asala and the, the various coalitions that you've put together it's been a joy to see you work, out. Thank you so much for everything that you do.
5: Well, thank you, thank you, Walter. Appreciate that. All right. Yeah, Reverend Steele was a special man, and you know, being a young guy just finishing up college, I had I I just didn't wrap my head around how much he was involved. I knew he was involved. I mean, I visited his church, I spoke there, you <coughs> know. But you know, I didn't know all about SDLC and all of that. You know, I when uh, when I was watching a documentary on uh, Dr. King's life, and they show Dr. King's talking out the window of the Birmingham jail. Oh, there's Reverend Steele right there. He's one of the guys. I said, "Whoa, look at that! What guy called my wife? Hey, look at that!" You know. Uh, so yeah, he was. He was uh, quite a
0: man. Well, well listen, uh, thank you, Doc. We appreciate you, and come on back. Okay. Let's let's talk about uh, the response and reception of the of the film showing, and uh, okay. let's let's okay. talk about that, okay? And, and okay. let's let's work to see if we can get this thing out some more. Mm-hmm. That that'll, that'll okay, be great to see you. that that out out and about here.
2: Do you have a flyer that you can send in that yeah, people I, can post on their on their social media?
5: Yeah. Well, I sent one in an email. Uh, to Walter, right, right. Uh, that he that he replied to me. Uh, so if it didn't if it didn't show up, let me know and I'll I'll get I'll get it over. In fact, uh, if, if for some reason my email isn't doing it, I'll uh, physically bring it over there.
0: All right, all right, good deal. Okay. Hey, thanks, Doc. Okay. We appreciate you. Thank you. All Thank right. You so much. All right. Bye bye. Yeah
1: the John Streeter, folks. Uh, and, you know, when it comes to black history uh, lessons in schools, the students in Alabama walked out. They protested. They say more than 200 students walked out of the class Wednesday at Hillcrest School High School in Tuscaloosa. The protest happened in response to students saying they were told by school leaders to omit certain events from a student-led Black History Month program which was uh, scheduled for February the 22nd, Uh, a student said they were told to leave out some major historical moments like including slavery and the civil rights movement because one administrator felt uncomfortable. So the students got up and walked
0: out. It hurt my feelings that we beat (laughs) y'all Negroes like we did. And you want to talk about it? You know, you know, one of the things that I, I, I had to figure out, as a father, I had to figure out how I was going to, everybody, if you're black, one of the things you have to do, <laughs> you know, you have to figure out if, you know, how you're going to teach, they, they're going to learn black history. Now, one way or another, they're going to learn some black history. Uh, they may not be, the, you know, as proficient as, you know, as, as someone who drilled, you know, in their heads or whatever, but they're going to know some black history. They were going to see it and recognize it. They were going to know it when they saw it. They were going to feel it when it was supposed to. Everything that was supposed to be a part of it, they were going. It was going to be ingrained in them, right? Uh, I, 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 because I remember growing up that it was tradition in our household mm-hmm. to watch Roots. Oh yeah, right. That that was because that was that was the closest thing we had at the time. At, at the time, right. <laughs> Now, there was, no, there was nothing else. you you, you going to watch Roots now. Okay? Every year, same time, we are going to watch it. in the, the entire thing. Well,
2: no, no, I just want to say, um, when you're um, showing this, it should be age appropriate. And the reason why I bring this up, because one of my nieces, she was like four. And her mother and family got together. I guess they decided to do the whole weekend of black movies like Mississippi Burning, oh, yeah. Mega Evas, Roots, and all of this. And I get a call that I had to go to her daycare. And she oh, has the cutest man. voice now. She's like, I TK." a little, you know, that really cute voice. I walk in there. She got the white people, all the white kids and the teachers lined up against the wall. Get against the wall, sweetie. <laughs> and I'm like, and I hear oh, her no. voice. What do you mean? <laughs> and she's like the cutest kid. And then that voice, when they have that cute little voice, it's even more funnier. And I was like, and hey, you, and she was quoting lines from Roots, and, and you seem beat like she my learned. people, and <laughs> la 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 And the, I hear the teachers like, it wasn't us. <laughs> We're <laughs> sorry. And la, la. she hit them with the Roots, the Mississippi Burning, the Mega Evers. I mean, all it's like they had a whole trifecta of black. Um, movies at one time and I was just sitting there. At first I had to catch myself because I was on the other side of the door laughing. So once I composed myself (laughs) I had to go in and have this conversation where like, yes, this happened. But this is not the people who did it. (laughs) But you do need to know and, but we need to see the response of them on all of this that's going on. I mean, the teachers were just like, we wouldn't know what happened. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I, I love the fact that we see these movies, but we got to be careful how we show it. And when we show them to our kids and what age and if we're going to show it to them put an explanation behind it because that was a hilarious yeah, I mean they hit her God. with like four or five it was like a marathon of movies that that weekend and she showed up and had like the whole school on lockdown it sounds
1: like she learned oh. Though she
2: learned she, had, <laughs> she was they would get off me whitey I was like oh oh
1: <laughs> well, no but she's seen the power arrangement has not changed,
2: changed. Right, yeah. right, so she right. was like I'm about to reset all the <laughs> In (laughs) thirty seconds, that
1: happened even in the original viewing of Roots. In back in nineteen seventy-seven, I was in junior high school and we were going off. The kids were not; they were not policeable that week. But
2: but when you guys back to that story, when they were saying because of uncomfortable, because evidently these laws are saying that if you're uncomfortable. Then why aren't we reversing it, saying we're uncomfortable with the fact that you're trying to exclude us? Exactly. Why isn't anyone stepping up to sue all these attorneys that want to run up here and get the spotlight? This is the time for you to shine. <laughs> this is your right. time, right? right. This
0: right. is your time. We're
2: we, we not seeing anybody come I down mean, here and come fight for Why this? hasn't the black attorneys groups gotten together and filed a lawsuit? against
0: Listen, these it's still time. people <laughs>
2: for doing it. It shouldn't just be Ben Crump by it's himself. Still, yeah.
0: It's still time, right? Yeah, Let me tell We you,
2: got all these black attorneys in the state of Florida and every one of these slave states need to band together as one and sue all of them at yeah. one time. You know what some we're, of them are saying? We're uncomfortable.
0: You know what some of them are saying? Some of them have, have the attitude that, well, it's not my fight.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you that it's true because when we led that protest at Tampa General Hospital, it was a group, the, um, God, what's the guy's name? He used to do the, um, black men's health form. He's passed away. You remember at Moffitt, how they used to do the black men's yeah, health?
0: I remember, I, I remember he, that. He's
2: I cannot, the one that brought this to you. attention, and I feel bad because he he's day. the one that brought us to attention. He's been passed away. His wife, Lily, is still living. I can't think of his last name right now, mm. but, um... He had a select of black folks in there who he had, and it was not a black attorney. And I don't want to say who the person is because they moved on to another level. And the person said that, well, this is about black businesses. This is not involving me. I said, well, first and foremost, had those black folks that did not have jobs as attorneys. They were the maids and all of the cleaning staff and the people who did the grunt work cuz they couldn't get jobs or higher education. Mm-hmm. Had they not protested in the civil rights Center, the only firm you would have been able to work in in the Hillsborough county is Delano Stewart cuz he was the only one hiring black people. So mm-hmm. it was a good thing that all of the laymen, the porters and all the black folks didn't care that it was that it wasn't about their particular um um Labor field, they understood that This is for all Black people, right. and you, like I said, Black people have been comfortable. They've now gotten a few little, a, a little bit of power. They don't even realize they have not touched the surface of real power. Right.
0: right, right.
2: And they get a little bit. They figure that's the white people let them in the front door now, only on certain meetings. Because I can tell you that because I had a friend who worked in Bush's administration, and she was telling me when she left, white people in D.C. were frantic when President Obama came in because they didn't have black people in their circles. So now they need to figure out how to vet black people to come into their circles, in the real circles of power, and they only let them in so far. Mm. So, but... You know, and so when I told that particular attorney, I said, it's a good thing those black people did not think like that because the only place you would have been able to practice is in, um, and Delano Stewart's firm and all you doctors and um pharmacists would have been in the black pharmacies or at the black hospitals that we had. You forget what people put who what people were behind the fight that gave you the act become partners where are, and where right you're now. at now.
0: You know what, but isn't that isn't that the 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 Okay. Isn't that the white fear? Right that we're all solidarity, we are all mm-hmm. being the, the solidarity white fear is that, it is that and, and 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 white fear has always existed it's always existed mm-hmm. isn't that the white fear that one day we will get to a point where uh, we are empowered mm-hmm. and we will treat them the same way they treat, they treat us yeah now, that 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 seems like a, that seems almost cliche mm-hmm. because it's not like what I just said was something that was. That's never been said before, but it's not often said, Mm -hmm. It's not often pointed out. And I think that one of the things that we, that we need to do is make it clear. You know, we don't think like you.
2: Well, no, no, I just asked them, since you say that there's, you're not responsible for this. Why do you feel we're going to make you responsible for it? And then too, you said all this is in the past and it wasn't that bad. Then why are you nervous?
0: Yeah. right right what why why do we have a heres another situation right from our far right wing governor who it who has uh uh created another suppression bill
4: mm-hmm.
0: right so now what we have is a situation where he has said that um there is a uh a, a bill now that is Let's see, hold a second, hold a second. That is under under the Attorney General's office, right? The Office of Statewide Prosecution. And this is a Senate bill 4B. And it has passed the Senate bill, as a matter of fact. Um, so it is in Jesus, it's passed the Senate. Mm. Mm-hmm. 77 33. Yeah. along party lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Friday, two days after state senators approved the bill in a 27 to 12 party line vote. You, you know, stop. And I'm going to get to these calls in just a second. Callers, please hold on for a second. because this is important. Again, I want to say thank you to everybody out who's watching us on uh, in Facebook land. This has got to be said. What in the hell makes this guy think and what makes these other white people think, and those ignorant black folks out there that continue to to follow behind this, this lockstep for whatever reason? I have no idea what could possibly make them think. But what what, what Fear makes you think and that's money. an insult to your ancestors, to the people that said it? That's an insult. I can say that for years. I can say that forever. What the hell are you thinking? What makes these white people think that they can turn right back around and say? We're not racist. Oh, really? Really? Oh, we're not like that. We, really? Yes, you are. Well, let me let tell them clear. Clear. what the bill— Tell, let them, them, what, be clear. tell I'm them I'm sorry. The I'm says. sorry. I'm so tell upset. Them what the bill says. Okay, the legislation seeks to expand the authority of the Office of Statewide Prosecution to pursue charges for alleged election-related crimes. The OSP, as it's, as it's said, is the Office of Statewide Prosecution— reports to Republican Attorney General Ashley Moody a close ally mm-hmm. of DeSantis now so so on they top of it. right on top of everything else where he first of all has created a gestapo like police force that only he directs that answers to him only that goes out and hunts people i'm not making this up by the way we talked about this on, on two different occasions on this show. We point out the, the, the sources of these, of, of these things, and it is not something that I just made up. He reinstituted an already racist agency um, in order to be able to go out and hunt down people who were able, who, who, are, who had done their time appropriately, according to the law, and done their time appropriately, but may not have paid the the fine all their fines.
2: Well it wasn't right? people that weren't paid. Well my thing is it's the confusion. Exactly. Because if they aren't supposed to be able to register How are they able to be registered? That means somewhere in your department, you are not putting... You are not doing what you're supposed to do to make sure that all of them, because I work as a precinct clerk in New Tampa. That's not my district, but that's where I'm at for Hillsborough County election Supervisor of Election. And one thing I do give our county, they are on top of everything that comes down from the state. They make sure we have the proper training. And I look at some of them rules like, I remember when I first started, you couldn't wear election. I mean, the voters couldn't come in with the candidate they're supporting. Mm -hmm. They couldn't bring in the flyers of the candidates they're supporting. And they couldn't come in there with all of that. Now, and what people fail to realize, they write their legislators. Now you can do all of that. You can come in there with whoever you're voting for. You can bring the um, pamphlets and stuff for whoever you're voting for. And we just tell them, we're not your mates. Please clean up your stuff. Hmm. You know, and it, it the things change so quickly, but we keep getting these updates. So it isn't our local. I can't speak for other people in other counties, but I know our local supervisor election stays on top of these things. Right. So if they weren't supposed to be registered, the state should have put in some kind of um, a flag, la- yeah. flag, a laws or whatever it's saying and these they people because they can't didn't know. do that. And mm-hmm. so now they're, once again, being prosecuted for crimes that they didn't know were illegal. So if that's the case, we should be able to go after them for all of the crimes they've committed at us because they said they didn't know was illegal.
1: Well, the 20 so. people should sue. And the reason why they the legislature is helping the governor change the laws because... They lost a couple of those 20 people, like three of them, on the technicality that the state didn't have a right to arrest them Mm -hmm. because this is not your jurisdiction. It happened in one place, Mm -hmm. in one county, and if they crossed the line into another county, then you might have had jurisdiction, but you Mm -hmm. didn't have jurisdiction. Ashley Moody does not have jurisdiction, but now with the way they've crafted the law,
2: because the votes
1: move across counties, she has jurisdiction now to go after them. So a, a, a dictator doesn't... Rise by himself, he needs At help Thank you. He, and the legislature is there to
0: help him yep absolutely this absolutely. is fascism so exactly okay so so we have actually addressed in this in this short period of time we've addressed that issue right now, okay we are headed we are in fascism right now, number one
3: mm-hmm.
0: um that's without question the, the and are we headed towards a dictatorship? number two so
2: we're not headed we are there we are there this and,
0: guy and, and, and is. the guy who's acting as though he's a dictator only has not been instituted right it has not been instituted and
2: and he doesn't need it to be instituted he just does it
1: and the legislature helps it backs it up
2: so he's already there
1: um, mm-hmm. um, okay the stage is set I'm telling you, man, let's,
0: let's, let's go to, let's get, ooh, we got, yeah. we got time for Three one minutes. call. Okay, yeah. so, Carlos, listen, we're going to go to you, go directly to your question, Um, please. We only have a couple minutes, but if, if we don't get to you right now, we're going to get you after the break, after the NPR break. So, let's go. All
4: right, Walter, uh, good morning. Chris Steiner here, got a lot to say. And, okay,
0: guys, uh, guys, do it in a short time, Chris, let's go.
4: Well, you've, you've had a lot to say that I'd like to address. Marshall,
0: uh, brother. This, I mean, this, yeah, this, yeah this.
4: I, I know. Well, okay. I'll, I'll just post notes on your Facebook page if you don't want me to tell you. Um, but, uh, you know, there's an interesting documentary, Vera Shavar, a Holocaust survivor. Uh, she uh, produced a video, Never Again is Now Global, on the lockdown uh, measures being compared to German times and... Uh, now you know, DeSantis, I know, is a big uh, critic of pharma, but I'll just leave that right there. I wanted to address your points. Uh, February 1st, I'm not sure if you've done the research, but uh, the new African-American studies curriculum was submitted by the College Board. And uh, as of a few moments ago, I still can't find any news as to whether it was accepted, but it uh, looks like it was, according to an ABC article from February 9th that's um, entitled... Uh, uh, college Board, uh, art College Board response to Florida rejection of AP African American Studies. Florida rejected the AP African American Studies course, and uh, I want folks to not be helpless. That they can address the legislature if they don't like the Stop Woke Act. It was not the it was the legislature who implemented, who enacted it, and uh, the Florida Department of Education who enforced it. So. Um,
0: I don't want no, no. But but but, but Chris, let me let me just say this. I get you. I I hear what you're saying, saying but no, he said it. He said it. He and, was. And, and he was. was he 100%. was advertising it no every chance it. he
2: could, and no he's always saying, it. "We're stopping the woke movement." The reason why— Florida's
0: woke where woke goes to die. die. <laughs> he said thing. it, and there ain't no, there ain't no taking it back. I'm not apologizing for a damn thing. He said it, and he needs to go. She can go. I'm saying it right here on live radio. You can go straight to hell.
2: First, let's clear up what woke means. Woke means woke, to, to, die. to to woke, be aware, to be you aware, aware and recognize and stop racism in its tracks. That's what it means.